This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hi Gregory, first of all, thanks for joining us. Hope you're well and keeping safe over in France. Uh, I think if your name's said to any Liverpool fan, there's only one memory that immediately comes straight to mind and it's a very famous moment in a Merseyside derby. So how's it feel winning arguably the most famous free kick in Liverpool history? <laughs> it was a lovely one. Uh, I think it was an important game for us. But I've got in my mind uh, Gary McFace, you know, uh, after when he scored the goal. So, so I think it was an unbelievable year uh, for the squad, for the club. And it's always a pleasure to win uh, against the, the blue team. So a lovely day. <laughs> um, now I suppose you're just able to give us an update on what you're up to since uh, retiring from football what you're up to now so I started my career um, as a coach now um, around nine years ago so I spent four years in my time you know uh, at the um, low level and um, I went from Montpellier uh, a year as an assistant coach reserve coach uh, I spent, uh, of course, three years in Glasgow Rangers at the academy and with the first team uh, with Stevie G and the, and the women's as a manager as well. And I left, uh, left Rangers uh, and, I been, and I went to, to Olympique de Marseille. So so try to, to, to build my career, you know, and uh, try to be ready for when, when the, the, the first job will come. So hard work, hard work. <laughs> and how's it all going for you? Because obviously those are some big teams. You're certainly making progress as a coach. Of course, yeah, you, you're learning, you know, week in and week out, you know, I learned a lot. Of course, I was really close with Gerard, you know, so I was on the, on the phone with him every week. Uh, and uh, I learned a lot from him, you know, uh, I went to see Rafa as well, you know, I was invited by Rafa in Newcastle. I spent a day with him, you know, and we spoke about the methodology. And of course, and uh, with Stevie G and Michael Bill, you know, and Gary Mark, I learned so, so a lot, you know, uh, the last three years as well. So, so I think it's, uh, it's good for me, you know, and uh, try to be you know, stronger year by year. And uh, of course, uh, I'm looking, you know, for, for my pro license and uh, I hope I will be ready um, pretty soon. <laughs> so that's uh, your coaching career so far. Now let's go to your playing career. Obviously, you joined Liverpool from Montpellier in yeah. 2001. How did that move come about? Was there like long interest or anything like that? Yeah, I think he came after, you know, straight after the, the Euro, uh, when we won the Euro with under 18. Um, had a few offers on the table uh, Barcelona, Celta Vigo, Paris Saint Germain. And uh, Gerard, uh, Gerard came straight away after the final. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, had a chat with him, you know, by phone. And, uh, and uh, I said, okay, just crack on because uh, it was Liverpool, you know. So, it was a dream for me to, to come and play in England. Uh, and at this time, you know, um, we are speaking about 20 years ago now, eh? 20, yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, so a long time, but it, it looks like it was yesterday, you know, and um, it, it was impossible for me to, to, to refuse this offer, impossible. Um, and how did you find it? Because I think you're only, what, 19 when you move into England? It's a young age, yes. come to a foreign country. How mm-hmm. was that change for you? It was really, really hard first because of first uh, different culture, Different language, um, DNA, you know, and uh, strong city, you know, uh, Liverpool was a big DNA and uh, one of the best football club in the world. Uh, so it was a big, big challenge, and uh, and uh, that's why it was it was difficult. But I learned I learned so much, you know, around these these top players, you know, and uh, around the staff, 
uh, it has been an unbelievable three years. You know, I've been lucky to win three trophies with uh, with with the squad this between 2000 and 2003. So so and after uh, I've been unlucky with my big big massive injury. You know, so and uh, but that's football. You know, and uh, but I enjoy because uh, I was with the national team as well. You know, so so it was uh, I think it has been a, a great uh, great years for me. And what did uh, Gerard Houdier say to you when you were joining the club? He said, you must call me boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing he told me. Uh, no, look, he said, uh, he said Greg, um, it would be a massive, uh, massive improvement for you. It's a massive challenge. Uh, you will learn a lot. Uh, I know you, you, you love the English football, so, so it's a big chance for you. I'm looking for the left back. Uh, I want to improve this area. So, so I just say, okay, let's go crack on. And, uh, and uh, I spent, you know, three years, you know, I had my first child over there, you know. Had I kept so many friends uh, in Liverpool, and uh, so that's Liverpool is what is part of my life, you know. And uh, so, so it's uh, it has been amazing for us. So is that your first child's a scouser? Yes, <laughs> I'm guessing two <laughs> I think she kept the accent. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, no, she we really enjoy, you know. And uh, we came back uh, last year. I went to see. Uh, Last year, I think when I came, I watched the ladies against Chelsea, mm-hmm. and uh, two years ago against Manchester City uh, during the Boxing Day. So it's always a pleasure to come back to, to this football club. And uh, which players were you closest to in the Liverpool dressing room who helped you settle in? But first, I was close with Stevie G, uh, close with uh, Nicolas Anelka as well when he came. Uh, of course, uh, the, the the Frenchy guys, you know. Uh, when I came, Rigo Versen was really good with me as well. Uh, he helped me a lot. Vladimir Smyser as well. But otherwise, uh, most of the guy, you know, uh, it was uh, it was a, a good, uh, a nice uh, relationship with uh, with everybody. And that sounds like a bit different to what you do hear about the Liverpool team at the time. I know Jared Hulé was trying to take the clicks out of it and have a unified dress room. A lot of players got sold. He didn't quite buy into that. So do you just think it was a unified dressing room? You all got on well and there wasn't really any clicks between the foreign players and the English players? You know, I think first uh, first and foremost, you need to understand it's really difficult, you know, to when you bring a lot of foreigners players, you know, it's a different culture, you know, and uh, when uh, when you, you, you arrive in the country, you need to adapt really quickly uh, to the lifestyle. And uh, we, are on, we are talking about 20 years ago. Now it's easier, you know, and uh, you got uh, you know FaceTime, uh, Twitter, internet, you know, and it's so so easier to stay closer. For example, with the family, because when uh, when I left, you know, I, I came with only with my my at the time it, she was my girlfriend, now she's my wife, but but uh, it was really difficult. So and it was difficult for everybody. So, but it's a great experience, and for the manager, of course, it's it's so difficult because you have to join everybody, you know, and uh, reaching the same target towards the same goal. Uh, so, so it wasn't easy. But look, at the end of the day, uh, I think we won five trophies with this squad. So that's been a lot of things. And uh, and now, uh, now you can see uh, you know, ex players working for Sky Sports or managing, you know, football club. Or so that 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 show you the, the impact. And Liverpool fans, their reputation is famous all over the world. Uh, were you surprised coming over? What's your memory of the fans, or were they exactly what you thought? Oh, it was amazing. It was the first time for me, you know. So I haven't the idea about the power and the fans about the Liverpool fans. But when we, you know, we went through the city, you know, uh, 
on the final day we all the cups you know uh, on the top of the bus with, with with all the players it was amazing and it was the first time for me because i never seen that in my life before and to be honest with you when i spoke with stevie after when i played for Portsmouth, when i left rangers after when i left rangers yes and i signed for Portsmouth, uh, I, I realized how was it, it was so difficult to play against liverpool because uh, i never felt this type of pressure you know and uh, i said i'm i'm, I'm so tired and uh, you realize, you no, know, but it's it's true. You realize, uh, you know, the power of the, the fans. You know, when they push the team and they're right behind the team, and the, the power of the of the team as well. So, so it was uh, really difficult. So I realized this time how I think it was difficult for for the other one to play and to come to Anfield, you know, and play us. So, and uh, you joined the club at the, the start of the treble season. Obviously, it's one of the most famous seasons in the club's modern history. But did you have any inkling when you joined that all the success that was about to come? Because it obviously it was a frantic season, I think 63 games, but it was something that's never been done before to play pretty much every single game that your club could in a year. Yeah, I think it was an amazing year. If you have looked at the records and everything, I think it was amazing. But I think you must be ready when you, you sign for a club like Liverpool about you know, the, the size of the dimension, you know, and the, the magnitude of the club. I think it's so important to be ready. So so that's why uh, you have to, to, to sign a lot of players and uh, you might be a 35 or 40 players so that's for you the the, the important you know the squad and uh, because the demand the week in and week out is so strong the the, the premier league uh, for me is one of the most uh, uh, best league in the world in terms of intensity and the, the demand you know mentally as well when for example when you play the boxing day you, you might be playing every two or three days you maybe have something like six or seven games in two weeks now something like this mm-hmm. so it's 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 amazing you know the, the, that's why uh, uh, the the you must be ready. That, that's for sure. And uh, how did Gerard Huday prepare you throughout the season? Like it, it was a lot of games. It was a quick turnaround. There was no rest uh, time to rest on your laurels at all. It was just go go go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I think when we played, uh, when I had my injury during the FA Cup, I think uh, this time I was playing. You know, um, every games, mm-hmm. and um, I was I felt really tired. You know, and I met Gerard in the in the lift just before the, the, the snack, you know, uh, and before the team meeting. And I was really tired and I have something in my mind and just say, okay, look, Greg, you must speak to the boss and tell him you're really, really tired because uh, I couldn't, you know, uh, feel the energy and, uh, and I feel really down, really tired. And I said nothing because I said, oh, if you said something, maybe somebody else will replace you. And, and I said, it would be difficult to come back into the team if they are winning and play well. And uh, Luke uh, had uh, had my injury uh, after 20 minutes because, because of the tiredness, because of the demand, because of the fatigue. Uh, reg- uh, I mean, it's imp- I mean, it's, it's so difficult to play 60, 60 games in a row during the season, you know, because uh, the intensity is so so strong. So I should have come and said to him, "Look, boss, I'm tired," and uh, but I was really young, and uh, after we are speaking about experience, you know. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. When you were in the Liverpool team, Jamie Carragher was the left back. Obviously, he's a right-footed yeah. centre back. Uh, how was that for you as a young player? Like you did get opportunities that year, but there's that slot in the team. You see someone out of position playing that role. That's part of the game. I think Jimmy, you know, and Karam uh, did well, you know, and uh, I think it surprised uh, everybody uh, playing on the left hand side. I think it's easier for the right side to play on the left hand side. And if you have a look most of the team, is how many left foot play on the right hand side? I think it's none. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's part of the, the football, mm-hmm. but uh, Kara did well. Look, I think he had an amazing, uh, amazing um, career with with Liverpool. You know, he has been one of the best players. He's, he's a legend of the, this football club. 
So, so no, I think he has uh, done really well and it was difficult for me, but that's part of the game. There's nothing to say because uh, otherwise uh, uh, you don't go to Liverpool, you don't go to a massive club, you know, you don't accept the challenge. That's simple. Uh, you had to wait a, a few months for your Liverpool debut after joining. I think you're on the bench for the first time against Fulham in the League Cup and then it came in the FA Cup against Rotherham. Uh, what were your memories of making your first appearance for the club? I think, uh, yeah, that's that's from the bench. My first appearance was, I think, right from the start against West Ham. Yeah, um, Premier League. When Harry Recknapp was, was in Premier League. Uh, that's the best memory. I think the first one is always the best one. Uh, the memories, you know, when you left the dressing room uh, toward, you know, the pitch and you pass, you know, uh, this is Anfield, you know, on the top, you know, and uh, you, you, you are on the pitch and the uh, full stadium. Uh, uh, it was perfect because it was a little bit raining, you know, dark sky and the, the lights on. So it was, I think, a perfect day. I think we won four, four nothing, four one, five one. Something. I can't remember the, the score. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, when you hear the, the, the Liverpool song, you you will never walk alone. Uh, it was a, it was a dream for me, you know. And uh, uh, I couldn't feel tired. <laughs> I couldn't play <laughs> all, all night. <laughs> so and against a good team because uh, against uh, I think I played against Saint Clair at this time. Or Saint Clair was. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, top English player, you know, so Lampard, Defoe, uh, the team was really strong as well from, from West Ham. So it's a, it's, a, it's a great memory because I was happy because Steven Wright as well started, I think, on the right hand side. And uh, we are roughly the same age. And so, so it was good. So, and the story is funny because uh, Gerard really called me the, during, on the scene on a Friday around 10 o'clock before the training, the last session. And he, I came into the office and he was on the phone shouting with somebody. I said, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> and, and, and Phil told me, the guy, I want to talk to you. I said, oh, I said, well, I've, done, I've done nothing wrong. And he asked me a question. He said, uh, are you worried? I said, what do you mean? I'm worried about what? I said, are you worried to start tomorrow the game? Because you're starting tomorrow. I said, no, I'm not worried. <laughs> Give me the jersey and you will see, you know? So I said, okay, he said, get out of my office and we'll see tomorrow. I said, okay. <laughs> And uh, during during the warm up, um, you know, when the, the, the coach gave you the bibs, you know, Steve G came and he said to me, "Greg, I think you're starting tomorrow." I said, "Are you sure? I don't know. I was aware. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say yeah, just in case, you know, just in case if somebody you know, during the training session try to 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 kick you or something like this." So it was funny, and um, that's why my my first story when uh, when I played the, my first appearance for for Liverpool. So great <laughs> memories. Yeah, it was funny. We had a good game. Really good game. <laughs> and I was going to say, um, what was your memory? Like running out Anfield for the first time, hearing that for the first time. Uh, I'm guessing nothing can prepare you for it because it is a completely different experience. Completely, completely. And uh, I remember this time my, 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 my wife and my, my parents were in the stadium, you know, uh, for the first time. Uh, and when we came home, we spoke about this. I couldn't find the world because uh, it was amazing. It's, uh, I wasn't prepared for this, you know. I came from Montpellier, you know, and a good, good club, a good academy. But uh, in terms of, uh, of, of this, I wasn't ready. I couldn't, I couldn't think about this, you know. And, uh, and uh, this is where you realize, you say, wow, where I am. And, uh, but uh, yes, great, great memories, a fantastic day. And uh, I, I remember... I remember when uh, when uh, when we had you know the, the the last word in the dressing room and uh, let's go boys you know let's go come on and uh, I said come on there we go so uh, it was uh, fantastic fantastic. <laughs> what did uh, Gerard Uday say to you after the game? 
He said, you play well, son. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, thank you, boss. I said, uh, so now we had a good chat. I remember, of course, uh, the next day uh, I spoke with him. He came to see me. We had a chat about 15 minutes. And he said, this is, this, I hope you realize this is where you are, Greg. And I said, no, yeah, no, boss. But uh, one year you are young, you know, you're not thinking about this. You know, you are so much energy and you, you don't realize sometimes. And after that came with the experience, you know, and through the years. And I always said, this is when I left Liverpool, you know, I realized, uh, wow, what a club. But, uh, but uh, who, 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 tell me which player could refuse Liverpool, you know. And uh, if you ask uh, all my friends in France, you know, at this time when I signed for Liverpool, they, they, they all said to me, why, Greg, why, you, are, you are so lucky because, <laughs> uh, because it's a massive club. And uh, your first season, I suppose it couldn't have gone any better. Like uh, you're on the bench for FA Cup final, UEFA Cup final. What was that like? Well, it was another great experience, you know, because uh, 19, 20 years old, you know, you come from from uh, a French club, and uh, and now after a year after you are on the bench or, or on the feet, on the pitch, you know, against massive massive clubs from Europe, you are you are playing a massive final, and uh, it's a it's it's a great memories. Uh, so I think the time went too quick, you know, because you could not have the time <laughs> to realize. But uh, but uh, no, that's 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 part of my life, you know. And uh, and even even you know in Rangers or in Marseille, uh, you know the, the the players or the, the the young young player, they always come to you and they ask you question about this, you know, because because they realize uh, they realize that the, it was it was fantastic. Uh, do you have any like lasting memories from those cup final appearances, whether it's a, a team talk in the dressing room before the game or the celebrations? What stands out most for you? I think uh, I think it was a team meeting. Uh, the way the way the Gerard, you know, and uh, prepared the meeting, and uh, the attention from from the from players, you know, uh, the way it was a big silence, you know, from 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 everybody, and uh, you you could see, you know, all the 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 the, the concentration, you know, the focus uh, on on the face, uh, and uh, and after, you know, uh, when you left the the, the the team meeting room and uh, you go toward the, the the bus, and after, you know. When you spend maybe twenty minutes uh, or twenty-five minutes uh, in the coach in the bus, you know, and uh, thinking about your game, about the, the game plan, the way you will play, what the boss told you, and uh, so so I think that's 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 for me was a, a great experience as well because uh, the way the way the staff prepare you to be ready for 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 the wrestle. So and I said as a team because we want to think everything uh, as a team. Uh, we had a massive player with Michael because Michael was a Ballon d'Or this time. He was on fire as well. But I think uh, we won because the squad was strong and the squad was with the, as well so close uh, with with the staff. I think that's one part of the of the, the 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 success. And with the UEFA Cup final win, obviously it was won by a golden goal, and the players on the pitch they didn't really yeah. know at the time that Liverpool had <laughs> one. Took a second to settle in. Um, uh, did you know on the bench when it happened? Like, was he straight up yes. celebrating? Or was uh, it yes. looking around? No, no. I think, I think, I think everywhere was straight on because we realized <laughs> we won, and uh, it was what a night, by the way, five, <laughs> five, four. Uh, yeah. What a night! Amazing. So that's part of the the memories as well. But uh, uh, amazing night. Uh, we, I think, we prepared really, really well. The final, uh, everything was spot on. You know, the the way we travel. Uh, the hotel, the, the 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 food, the quality of the the, the meeting, the quality of the the, the session, you know, uh, even the last one on the pitch. I think 
I think everything was ready. And uh, at this time, don't forget, Alaves was, was on the best Spanish team, mm -hmm. uh, if you remember that. So, so it wasn't easy for us. But I think uh, the way we prepare, we think, was so professional, uh, individually and collectively. That's why. That's why we we won because uh, we we were only not. It was only one 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 team, one player. You know, for 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 the for the. I mean, at the squad, so it was a fantastic. And it was a strange end to the season in the fact that you couldn't celebrate these cup final appearances because you still had a Premier League game left and Champions League football was at stake. Uh, I think you started in that game against Charlton. We all know how important that game was yeah. for Gerard Houllier to qualify for the Champions League. So what are your memories of that game? There was a one. What a day, what a game. <laughs> uh, I think Robbie scored a trick. I'm not sure. Maybe it's two or three, something like that. Two three, yeah. Yeah, and we won four, four two, four nil, four nil, So, but what a game because another day with a lot of pressure on, you know, and you must win. You have to win this type of game because the Champions League, you know, qualification was so important for the club first financially, and and for Gerard, you know, to to try to 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 keep going to build the squad, you know, because when you are playing Champions League, it's easier for you to bring better players so that's mean better quality around you and uh, in the dressing room so it was a super day uh, we, we had a massive game we played really well and uh, and then we finished second this year if I remember I think we finished second third 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 okay third mm -hmm. yeah. I cheated <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think it was another great season and uh and uh, we, if you if you have a look at uh, the, the game, if you look at the game, we, we played as a team. Uh, Charlton had a couple of chances, but uh, but we, we stayed strong and a uh, uh, strong unit, and uh, and we won. So so it wasn't as a good day. Great memorial game. What were the uh, celebrations like in the dressing room afterwards? It was a good celebration. You know, everybody was happy, of course, because uh, we reached the target, Champions League qualification. So, so it was it was uh, it was good for everybody. And uh, of course, when you are for when you are playing for Liverpool, you are always thinking to win the title. But I think finished there this season was was great for the club, great for the staff, for the squad. So, so we had a really top good season, and uh, and that's bring good Champions League uh, qualification. So, well done, perfect. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. That summer afterwards, Liverpool signed John Arnarisa. Obviously, most of his Reds career was as a left-back, but he started with, the, I think, left midfield. What were your thoughts when you saw Liverpool signing someone in your position? But I think I remember one one article in the, after the Everton game because uh, we played uh, together on the, on the left-hand side. I played left-back and he played midfielder. And uh, I think uh, we had a really good balance. And uh, one newspaper said this is the best left side in the, in the Premier League. Uh, so, so it was. Uh, I think it was good for the team. I think we had some really good games together, and uh, and after uh, John played left back and he had a top career as well. So, but I really enjoyed playing with him because uh, he was, I think, a little bit like me. You know, I was a little bit like him. Uh, we couldn't run you know, all day long. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was uh, you know great for us to go up and down. And if I wasn't on front, he could have played left back, and if I played at midfield, you know what I mean. So, so the, the balance was perfect, and uh, and uh, the great relationship with him. So he came from Monaco at this time, so it was easier for me because we spoke uh, French, you know, at the beginning as well. So to understand him on the pitch, it was easier, and 
and uh, no, no, a great, 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 good boy. So, so we had um, some good, good, really good game together. And you started that season really well. I think you were pretty much an ever present. Uh, you're playing in all the Champions League games. Uh, so, how that must be what your most consistent spell in the Liverpool first team? What are your memories yeah. of it? But good. The only things uh, have been injured. I was injured after, so that's why you know it was difficult for me to come back. But I've been a little bit unlucky, I think, uh, with Liverpool, because uh, I get in my mind stronger and stronger. And after each preseason, uh, I remember when I was injured, I stayed in Liverpool, you know, six weeks to prepare the next season. I was, uh, you know, I went every day, you know, to the to the gym, you know, and the training center to make sure I was ready for the first day, preseason, first day. And uh, of course, that's part of the life. Uh, I've been injured, uh, long-term injury. Uh, otherwise, uh, I think I was ready to to stay in the team. Uh, but uh, like I said, you know, I said uh, the club is more important than anyone, uh, the institution as well. So you need to accept that, and uh, that's why uh, that's why uh, when you are injured, you need to work hard to come back. But uh, no, no, no. I think it was. Um, I think. I would have been unlucky. It was a broken foot, wasn't it, against Grimsby Town? Was it a fracture? Yeah, three, same, three of the same, same, same area. So, so I think phew, took me maybe, but it was a really, really bad one. So I think I was out for eight, eight months. Mm-hmm. Try to come no. back. Try to come back because uh, I remember when uh, Phil asked, I think uh, Phil asked me to to be ready for the Galatasaray game, Champions League away from. And after the session, I went straight into the, the physio room and I said, I can't run, I can't run. And uh, Phil wasn't happy uh, because he said, are you ready or not ready? I said, Phil, I, I thought I was ready, but I'm not ready because it's so pain. And and, I, and I'm not like this, you know, and I'm someone when I'm saying I'm strong. And uh, even over the pain, you know, I try to play, to play over the pain. And uh, and that's my mentality. But, uh, but, uh, but I, think, uh, I think I came back too early. And uh, and uh, I was injured again, so it's a shame because because uh, Phil was was right behind me at this time as well, you know, pushed me to get stronger and come back into the team. But like I said, it's part part of the life, and um, and uh, I left after to go to to Rangers. But uh, I spent three years in Liverpool, and unbelievable. Yes. Is it one of those where you look back and do wonder what if if you hadn't got that injury, the fact that you're in the first team and then you're out of favour afterwards must have been a hard one to come back from. Yes, it's really hard, especially when the play when the team play really well. Uh, so it's, it's the only thing you can do is train hard, train harder, you know, in the week in and week out, show your qualities, and then the, and <laughs> and push for push to come back. But uh, you know, like I said, Liverpool, uh, the football club is twenty five international players, so quality players. So so after if one is is playing really well, it's difficult to to come back. So that's part of the that's part of the life. And then I know you were out injured when it happened, but obviously that season Gerard Day had his heart attack. Uh, that must have been so hard, so strange for the players in the squad when the manager's at death's door and it's just happened overnight that he's not there. Yeah, I think it was difficult for everybody and um, and for Gerard as well, you know. And uh, and uh, I spoke with him. Uh, I went to see him. Uh, Three four months ago, I went mm-hmm. to Paris, and uh, we went for the meal and then together in Paris, and uh, we have a chat, you know, of course in football. And he he, he showed me, you know, uh, he explained to me that the problem he had, you know, with the, with the, with his heart, 
and uh, he draw you know a couple of things you know and uh, but Gerard was uh, was really really sick you know and uh, it was a massive uh, heart attack so so I think it was difficult for him to he tried to come back you know uh, to Liverpool Aston Villa Lyon of course you know mm-hmm. to Lyon but I think it was difficult after you know year by year for him but I think when you get older it's physically it's difficult so so I think yes I think uh, it, it was a big blow for 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 everybody. And uh, you know when I went uh, to the funerals, I went with the Liverpool scarf because uh, nobody couldn't travel, you know, with the COVID uh, situation. So, so when I spoke with uh, with Greg Evans, with uh, Ellen Kerr or Phil Thompson and the, or the boys, you know, the Stevie G or Gary Mark, I said I, I've got a Liverpool scarf in, in the house. So if you if you allow me, I can represent the club and and uh, go to the funeral with the scarf, you know. So and everybody uh, said yes. So so I think we 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 lost someone. Uh, we lost, I think, uh, the top manager. Uh, I think it was more. If you hear, if you heard, you know, uh, I think Danny Murphy said something on the radio and, uh, as well. And if you listen, you know, everybody, he was more than the manager. I think uh, he tried to change everything, tried to show, look, this is what we need to do, what this is what you need to improve to be a winner, because you are you are playing for Liverpool for the football club. I think uh, he was a great guy and uh, and a massive massive man. So so yeah. That's shame, but that's life. And uh, but he gave everything. He gave everything for for Liverpool Football Club. I think just from talking to you there, you can see the impact he had on you. How much he meant to you. Uh, you must cherish that meeting with him last year even more now. Yeah, yeah. but you know, Gerard changed my life. You know, uh, it changed my life. You know, as the, the man, the, as a footballer, because it gave me the chance, you know, to come to England and to to play for this amazing football club. So so. I can't, I can't, I can't forget this, you know. And after uh, when uh, I was on the phone with him to to increase, you know, my uh, my session, you know, when I started my career as a coach, you know, he was always there. Uh, okay, uh, I went to see him about my methodology. You know, he said you need to change that and this because of this or that. So, so, so like a maestro, you know. And uh, and uh, it was it, honestly, he was always uh, available. Sometimes uh, I remember <laughs> last year the holidays. He called me. It was two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and uh, I said, boss, it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I am in New York. <laughs> said, so, so, so he said, call me tomorrow. I said, okay, I'll call you in a couple of hours. But uh, he was always available, you know, and um, he loves so much the football. I think Gerard, um, he, he couldn't stop to work, you know. He wasn't a man to stay home and to watch, you know, TV or Sky Sports, you know. And, uh, you know what I mean? I think, uh, no, no, he... He done a great job. He helped a lot of people, uh, a lot. When I mean a lot, it's a lot, uh, uh, because because uh, when I was with him, I couldn't see the phone. You know the the name of the people. You know ringing to 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 ask him. You know advice or to help. You know regarding a job. So so in terms of network, Gerald was unbelievable. And uh, so now he can rest in peace. You know and. Uh, and uh, and Liverpool can I think pay tribute to him, and that's what Liverpool Football Club did because because they respect Gerard. And it's um, one where I think you missed his last time with the club because you're out on loan. Um, so then, what? How is it for you? Like those conversations for you to go out on loan? Did you feel something had changed at Liverpool that it was going to be tough for you to make it with the club? Yes, yes, you know, but. Uh... Like I said, you know, I was really young. I came back from injury. It was important for me to play. But uh, during the statement, I was in front of my TV in Montpellier, uh, of course, because uh, I knew. 
So, so I said, I need to be in front of the TV and uh, just uh, be aware, you know, pay attention about what Gerard will say. But everybody was aware, you know, you could see the face, you know, I, I know this face, okay, that, that, that the end. But uh, nobody's eternal, you know, and, uh, and that's, that's life, you know, and uh, one day, uh, one day, for example, Mr. Klopp, uh, we go, that's part of the life, even because he does an unbelievable job, but that's part of the football club, you know, and... Uh, and that's life. So, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it was I think a new, new, new story for Liverpool Football Club. So, it's part of the manager life. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Rafa Benitez came in. You're still under contract with Liverpool. Did you have many conversations with him? Did he say straight yes. away, You're like, "Not part of my plans"? It was 50-50 with Buffa when he came. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we had a, we had a chat uh, after the, the session at uh, Beirut. We spoke about the, the, the situation, the future. So, so when we had the opportunity to go to Rangers uh, because I, I knew Aurelio will go come and sign because uh, he played for him at Valencia at this time. So, so I could have stayed, uh, but uh, but uh, I was 23, 24. So I wanted to play, you know, this time. And we had the, the, the phone call from Alec Makish uh, for, to go to Rangers, and uh, we decided to go. Uh, I think, I think, uh, of course, they won the Champions League. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but, but I think, I think, uh, I, I won the double, you know, with uh, with Rangers this time. I played fifty-five games, I think, during the season in Europe as well. So it was another great season for me and uh, another big club, another massive club. Mm-hmm. And I think the relationship between the two clubs was spot on, was really good. So that's why it was easier for me to go to play for, 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 for Rangers at this time. But, mm-hmm. but to be honest with you, uh, I kept a really, really good relationship with Rafa because uh, we are, I think we had a great chat and, uh, and uh, he understood. So, so no problem with, with this. What are the differences between him and Gerard as managers? Uh, I think I think Gerard was maybe closer to the player, mm-hmm. and uh, Rafa maybe a little bit uh, one step beyond. You know, just maybe uh, maybe maybe of the maybe of the culture. Maybe because Rafa came from Spain, I don't know. Uh, Gerard maybe from France, so maybe the culture, uh, the vision is different. But uh, but I remember the pre- Rafa preseason, and I was really impressed because tactically it was really good. And uh, and uh, I only you know spent uh, six weeks with them, but but the preseason was well, amazing. Tactically it was wow. <laughs> so, um, with uh, I think it was your last year of your contract when you went on loan to Rangers, but you had a memorable season, as you say. You won two trophies. You scored in the old firm. You were playing yeah. practically every week when you went to Rangers did you know that your Liverpool career was probably over but it's like obviously great memories uh, I wasn't too sure because uh, I think I uh, had another year beyond the Rangers season uh, in terms of contract after Rangers so so I know I was on the phone with, on the phone with Paco a lot of time because he was impressed and uh, I knew Rafa was impressed with my performance as well so you're always thinking, oh, you might be come back, you might be stay to Rangers, uh, you know. And uh, and but I had a, a top top season uh, at Rangers. I think uh, surprise. I was surprised because uh, you know, in terms of intensity, because Scottish football is, is the same. You know, in terms of intensity, is really 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 strong. 
you must wear week in and week out as well, you know, is, uh, because otherwise, uh, set, you know, against Celtic is difficult and uh, you have to, to keep this, this consistency, you know, uh, week in and week out. So, but I was, I was really happy and I had a great season. Uh, I played the whole film game, so so <laughs> and as a crack and as a big, you know, uh, derby. Uh, this one is a, is, is a big one as well. It's a massive one. So so I enjoyed this season and uh, and I kept. I think I was really close with Alec Maclis as well. We we still really close, you know. You know now he's, he's a friend. So but I learned a lot, you know, from from this football club as well about regarding you know the DNA, the culture, the demand from the fans as well, you know, and. The, and uh, I understand now. I know why 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 Stevie G went went over there because I think it's similar to like Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So uh, where were you watching Istanbul from? From uh, my dad garden. Mm-hmm. We had a we had a barbecue, <laughs> <laughs> barbecue, and in, in the south of France, you know, and uh, and the TV on, and uh, I watched the game over there with uh, my friends and uh, my family and my wife. So. I couldn't, I couldn't miss the game. Impossible. So, what were your reactions? But I went, I went, well, fantastic, fantastic. You know, I went, uh, I was invited for the, the last one, you know, in Madrid. Mm-hmm. So, so same feeling, you know, I think when you play for the football, for this football club, you, you must support, you know, I am a Liverpool fan you know, now. So, so it's great to see this football club at the top of the mountain, you know, winning everything. And I hope they will win something this year. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, after Liverpool, uh, I think you joined Portsmouth and later on you played with Birmingham City. You got to go back to Liverpool. What was that like running out at Anfield as an opposing player? It's difficult. This is where I realise uh, how difficult it is to play against Liverpool. You know, The intensity, the, the the pressure from the fans, you know, and I said, wow, uh, I, look, I felt tired, you know, and I said, wow. It's, it's. I understand now why uh, why it's so difficult to come and win uh, against Liverpool. But we had a good game eh? and uh, we played really well uh, this time as well with Portsmouth and Birmingham. I think we drew against Birmingham. Eh? Oh, we won. No, I, yeah. I think I think, uh, I think yeah. Cameron score. Uh, Jerome. I think Jerome score. Uh, but the, we played well. We, we we lost against Portsmouth, but uh, we had a good game. So great memories. <laughs> Uh, what was the the reception from the fans like? I'm, I'm assuming Fantastic. that yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I think I think I think um, it's like Roger. I think if you are doing well for the for the for the football club, I think if you respect you know the football club, if you respect you know the DNA and the culture, uh, and you you try and you give everything, the 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 fan will always respect you. Uh, I've never said you know bad words against uh, you know this football club even when I left because I, I respect the, the institution. And for me, the institution is stronger and bigger than anyone, like I said. And uh, and uh, he has been an honor first to play for this football club. So so they give me you know, the opportunity to 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 play with the strip on. So I only gave you know everything back. But uh, no, the fans has been always fantastic uh, since since the first day. So 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 that's why that's why I love to come back to to Liverpool with my family. And I hope mm-hmm. I might be come back as well one day as a coach. You never know, you know. <laughs> so that's that's part of my plan, and uh, and so we'll see. And so going back to your, your coaching career now, obviously Stephen Gerrard came in at Rangers whilst you were there. You had a, a number of roles at Rangers as a coach. Uh, did you get to work closely with him, or were you more separate with the ladies team? Yes, no, I was closer the, the second year, of course, working for him. 
and the last year uh, uh, when the club asked me you know to 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 start you know the, the ladies because he was doing the World Cup in France so we have to to try to make an impact I had the, the conversation with Mark uh, Alan uh, I had a conversation with the boss as well and I knew I knew it was easier for me uh, to 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 do the job because uh, because we we share the same uh, training ground uh, same structure so so so, yeah. but CVG has been spot on, you know, since the first day. I think we had a great, uh, very good chat when he came the first time. Uh, we spoke, of course, about the club. Uh, told him I thought, you know, because I came in a year before. So it was, I think, important for him, uh, you know, to, to get the right information. And uh, and uh, and uh, we always work uh, really close, even when I have to work with the first team, you know, and uh, with the men's. I think uh, I gave my best. Mark Allen was spot on, was fantastic. Mark gave me my chance as well, and uh, now I'm happy for him because you know he's back, you know, to Swansea now, working for Swansea Academy as an academy director. So I think it's a good job, really good job for him. But uh, no, uh, to be honest with you, uh, I, I enjoyed, enjoyed, and I spent three, three really good years uh, back, of course, because uh, one of at club, I play for this football club, so 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 it was easier for me because I knew the city, I knew the structure and the people. So, but uh, we we did well, you know. We we won the two trophy with under eighteen, you know, the cup and the title as well. So, so so it was difficult to 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 left this football club, really really difficult. And uh, I, I wish I could have stayed longer, more longer, because like, you know we we have got my house in Glasgow as well, you know. So mm-hmm. we kept the house and. Uh, so, so I've got, like I said, I've got two two clubs in my heart, you know, Liverpool and Rangers. So, so it's always difficult when you 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 are leaving uh, this type of club. But I might be come back one day. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So, what's um, Stevie like as a manager behind the scenes? He's really he's really well organized. Uh, I think he's uh, he's aware uh, about everything. He he he, he listens a lot. Uh, and uh, and I think he trust he trust his staff he trust his people. Uh, I think the way he work with Michael Bill, for example, it gave him a lot of responsibilities uh, to prepare to plan the session. And uh, CV was always I think is 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 always you know a little bit you know uh, on the side to 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 watch uh, how the players train, how they react, uh, and uh, the way Michael and the staff, you know, Tom and uh, Gary lead the session. Uh, I think he has been, uh, I think he has been clever, really, really clever, the way he prepare, uh, uh, you know, the job, the way uh, he prepare the staff, because it's difficult, you know, to manage Rangers is a, is a massive job. You you must realize it's a massive, massive job. And uh, when, you know, Graham Sooness, I'm listening to Graham Sooness, so Walter Smith, you know, sometimes more Graham Sooness on Sky Sports. But when Graham said, guy, is a massive job, manage Rangers is a massive job. The pressure is unbelievable. You must win week in and week out. And look in Europe, it's the same. You know, the, the demand in Europe is the same. So I think uh, the way TV prepare, we think... Uh, he done really well, extremely really well. Uh, I think he spoke with a lot of Rangers, ex-Rangers managers and friends, and uh, to 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 check uh, every single point, you know. So so look, and uh, I said on Rangers TV the first time. I think it would maybe take three years before to win, you know, something. And it took three years because the gap was too big with Rangers. 
but the way the structure, you know, the the the, the team, the increase, you know, the, the the infrastructure as well, you know, it changed a lot of things. Uh, the training run uh, to make uh, you know no excuse mentality, no excuse mentality. That means you need that. Okay, I will improve this. You want this? Okay, I will give you that. But on the pitch, make sure you give me something back, because uh, I was like this the last twenty years uh, as a player. And it took him 20 years to be a, a legend, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, for me, it has been an honor, you know, to 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 play for him, uh, with him, and to work for him because uh, because I learned a lot uh, from from Stevie, you know. And uh, and uh, and I think I think he realized. Uh, I, I I think it was an interview about him um, two three two three days ago, and he said he said something. He said the Liverpool fans don't want me as a Liverpool yeah. football club manager. They want Jurgen Klopp. And uh, you can see, you know, the the, the vision, uh, you know, here, you know, the, the so the respect uh, is a Liverpool fans, and uh, it's, I think it's uh, it's difficult to say something like this, you know, the Liverpool fans don't want me as a Liverpool manager, but they under, they have to understand. Uh, he, one day he will be, he might be not ready because uh, he might be need to improve a lot of things in terms of manager. But uh, he's a top guy, uh, and I'm sure uh, it will be uh, it will be a big success. And I'm, I'm sure after this year, at the end of the year, I'm sure I'm pretty sure a lot of clubs will knock on the door to, to to sign him. I will I would be I would be not surprised. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Do you think he will be Liverpool manager one day? Is he good enough? Of course, of course he will be. If he's good enough, if he's good enough now, I don't know. If you ask me if he's ready now, I would say maybe not. But there's nothing wrong to say this because I think, uh, I think he knows. I think he will know when he will be ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he will be one day the Liverpool uh, football club manager. That's that. That's <laughs> that will be. Uh, this will be something. Uh, something. Maybe true. he could bring you in as one of his coaches. If I have the choice, and if one day he asked me the question uh, to come and work for him in Liverpool for World Club, my answer will be yes, of course, uh, <laughs> of course, because that's that that would be amazing. Uh, but uh, I need to show him first uh, I am the good enough, uh, and I will because I think if you work for him, you need to bring in something, mm. something different, you know, and. Uh, so, so I need to work hard. I need to 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 be better. I need to increase, you know, my my knowledge in terms of of coach. Uh, that's why I'm working hard. And uh, if one day uh, he wants to pick up the phone and ring me and say, "Good, good. are you ready?" I will say, "Of course." I will say yes. But <laughs> you never know in football; nothing is impossible. <laughs> I think uh, Stevie's always been quite open about the fact that he takes little bits from all his managers that he's had throughout his playing career and tries to base it to make this merger of him as a manager, be that taking bits from Rafa, from Gerard Houllier. Um, obviously, you played for both. Could you see anything how he's similar to those two? Uh, I don't know. You know, uh, Maybe maybe the way he prepare uh, the plan, maybe his game plan, or maybe... Well, I think I think now, you know, when you're a manager, you, you have your pro- proper vision, you know? So, so you learn a lot from your from from your ex manager. But I think when you are, you know, 
uh, on the bench uh, when when you are the manager you 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 have, you've got your proper vision you know the way you see the football so i think i think uh, he he knows uh, the way he wants to play the shape you know in in position out of the position in terms of core in terms you know the way he wants to attack uh, how the way he wants to win you know the the ball back and uh, in terms you know the everything everything uh, you know about football so 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 i think he's got the, his vision the way he wants to play mm -hmm. and you can see that you know through through the through the year i think it's difficult to, when he's playing a scottish league game uh, rather than a european game you know uh, the way you prepare you use if you take it you watch the game you will see sometimes uh, the, the fourth three three is different uh, away from home or in europe but uh, that's why when I said to you, I learned a lot from Michael and from him. It's a lot because because uh, the, the the way he played, the shape, uh, the way he structured the team, you know, uh, around the, the 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 football is is, is amazing. So so no no, I think I think I think he knows what he what he wants. And uh, going to finish with a few quick fire questions. Just looking back at your, your playing time at Liverpool, uh, who's the best player in training? Uh, wow, <laughs> good questions. So many good professionals. Uh, I would say maybe Sami Hippia. Mm -hmm. Sami was was I think excellent, uh, but a lot. You know, I couldn't say a lot of players to be honest with you. As a, a defender, who was the the toughest one to come up against in trading? A bit different. Um. Stefan Schultz was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Stefan, yeah. Stefan was, uh, was a strong defender. But who was the, the best forward against you in training? Who was the toughest one to defend against? I would say uh, Nikola Sanelka, Emil Eske. Mm -hmm. Emil was a beast. So Emil was really, really strong for this time. So, yes. What's your dream five-a-side team from your Liverpool teammates? <laughs> uh, I don't know. CVG, Michael Owen, uh, Robbie Fowler. Uh, Sam Hippia. I have to choose pick up the team. Yeah, that's, that's, four. The team. that's four. So, whether you want a goalkeeper or not, whether Sam is uh, goalkeeper, Jersey. Uh, mm -hmm. Central forward, uh, Sami, uh, Steph, right back, Marcus Bobble, left back, Jimmy Carragher, midfielder, uh, the sitter, maybe say, uh, maybe Stevie G as a sitter, number six, even if I can maybe play him as a number eight, maybe say, uh, Gary Mark, uh, Vladimir Smyser, uh, we say Midas K at front, uh, Yari Litmanen, maybe mm -hmm. as a number 10, and Michael Owen, but Robbie Fowler, maybe from three, so That's very attacking. <laughs> I could, I could, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> Lots yeah. Of I, I, I am an attacking coach, so I think uh, you must <laughs> attack to win games, you know, and uh, so that's part of my mentality as well. So, so this year I, I see the football. So, but I forgot uh, so many good players as well, you know. <laughs> um, we'll just do an, another word on Stevie as a player. Obviously, you played with him right at the start of his career. Like Liverpool legend, one of the best players to ever play for the club. 
But could you all see he would achieve that success, like thinking in the treble season when he's still finding his feet a little bit? That was like the first big steps of his Liverpool career. Uh, to be honest, I think I think you know sometimes it goes up and down, no? and mm-hmm. uh, it's difficult to 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 keep you know the same stability or the same consistency. But uh, pff, what, what we can say about him, you know, he has been one of the best Liverpool football club player ever. He won everything except one only mm. title. Uh, I think uh, uh, that's maybe one of the big regrets he had, but. Maybe we win the title one day as a manager. So, but uh, he played how many games? He played 800, 800 games. Can can something ridiculous like that. So something like this. So that's that's it. That's told you everything, you know. And uh, and you you only I paid tribute to him. The only things you can say because uh, he has been an amazing player, uh, a leader, a winner. Uh, I think I think he has been clever because I think he changed sometimes. The way he played, you know, and uh, I think he has been different with Rafa, Gerard, and and, and Brandon. Uh, for example, you know, uh, the way he played, I think uh, with Rafa, I think he played um, more for team, you know, the way uh, the mm-hmm. way uh, maybe Rafa wanted him uh, at this time, uh, tactically. But uh, but look, uh, crack just my hat on, you know, Stevie, and uh, well done for your <laughs> career, mate. You have been spot on. Uh, you mentioned uh, his regret will be not winning the Premier League. Do you have any regrets from your time at Liverpool? Of course, <laughs> because when you play for a club like this, you the only your target is to to win, to win the title. That's that's part of the DNA. So so of course, when you play for a club like this, it has been a big regret. But you never know. We might be there in this football. Maybe one day we might be winning this title. Uh, <laughs> other stuff. We'll see. <laughs> and how do you view your Liverpool career? Because I think it was what twenty appearances. You're on the bench. I think three trophies. It's a decent amount of success for a player who didn't ever make it as a, a regular first teamer because of injuries and other circumstances. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, uh, just uh, just uh, an happy young boy at this time, uh, a young footballer. You know, realize and uh, realize his dreams. You know, to come to to England, to come to Liverpool for a club. So. So, so I, I was so happy, and, uh, and that's part of my life now, and uh, and, uh, and enjoy to be to be part of this uh, this football club, and was so happy to, to to win this type of trophy at this time. I was really young, I played part, uh, I gave my best, and uh, of course uh, it could be better, but uh, at the end of the day, is uh, three three trophies in a bag, uh, you know. Uh, uh, games, you know, uh, games. Hanfield, I think, uh, to play Hanfield is, uh, if you ask, uh, thousand scouts, uh, you know, young boys uh, would you like to play Hanfield one day. They might be give everything away to to say yes, you know, and uh, to play Hanfield. So, so the dream comes true. Uh, I realized one of my dream, playing England, play for for Liverpool for a club, winning trophies. So, so now I can. You know, I can watch the TV and uh, <laughs> <be happy. laughs> um, If you could like relive any game from your Liverpool career, which would be the one? The first one is always the best one, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, the, f- the first one against West Ham uh, at the beginning, you know, of something. Uh, first, time, uh, first time on the pitch, first time in front of the cup. First time you will never look 
work alone, you know, in front of everybody. Uh, so and first win. So I think that's what the, the best one. I think the first one is always the, the best one. Just family, the, my family, yeah. my family was uh, you know in a, in a stand as well. So 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 it's great memory. I think the first one. Do you still have the the shirt from the first game? Yes, it's in a frame. <laughs> I kept I kept the first one. I kept the champ the first Champions League game. I kept the mm. UEFA Cup final, the Super Cup final, the FA Cup one. So I kept the I kept because I think it was uh, important. It's important, you know, to to to, I think mm. to keep memories because I show to my son, you know, I can, you know what I mean. So so that's part of my life. Yeah? <laughs> and final one now. Uh, sum up your Liverpool career in three words. Uh, humility, uh, success, and happiness. Perfect. Thank you, Gregory. It's been great. Really enjoyed this. Thank you. Thank you. See you guys. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.